can I tell you a secret about my success and also about my business growth? I make good money helping clients repurpose content that they already created. They already have it, but usually they have forgotten about it altogether. That's right. I am a marketer and a copywriter who has built a multiple six-figure done-for-you service business by digging into the archives, mining the forgotten gems, and spending more time on amplification and less time on creation. And let's talk about how you can do the same on today's Rising Tide Talent Show. Rising Tide lives all ships, it lives all ships, it lives all ships. The Rising Tide lives all ships, it lives all ships, it lives all ships. Well, here comes the rising, the rising So back in 2017, I published an ebook and it was called Make Your Old Content New Again, Six Steps to Getting More Traffic, Money, and Followers by Updating Your Existing Posts. Yeah, I went pretty literal with that title. And I'm not sure that in 2022, I would create anything that started with the phrase, make your something something, (laughs) but that's neither here nor there. Going back to 2017, I sold this ebook for $14.99 and I looked back recently on my revenue report. I made about $2,500 in sales from that digital ebook, which at the time that made me feel like such a boss, y'all, like $2,500. You know what? Even now I would still take $2,500 in sales for a digital product. So, you know, yay for past Katie. But all these years later, all of these years later, I still believe that most people, most creators, most business owners are missing out on the opportunity to make old content new again. And more importantly, to use that same content to generate and educate new leads, to make sales, to empower current clients, to create a memorable brand, to niche down so, so much more. And I believe this because I'm actively using these strategies, the ones I'm going to talk about today, on behalf of my seven-figure founder clients. And I am taking their old content, activating it and amplifying it with new funnels, new social media posts, new email sequences, and more. New amplification, same old content. And guess what? Without exception, this work, it works. So I pulled out that old ebook this week. I just wanted to, I don't know, have a moment looking back at what I used to talk about and what I talk about today and how much of it still stands up. You know what? This book, it all still holds up. In fact, I think it may even be more important than ever because in the years since I published this book and since I started talking about remarketing your old content... It is more important because we are fighting the algorithms in a much different way. We are all trying to get our content out in front of the very people who have actually chosen to follow us. Like forget growing. I know that's ultimately the goal. We want more followers. We want new followers. We want to engage with prospects. But put that aside, how frustrating is it to be a creator 
to be showing up on digital platforms, to be a business owner, how frustrating is it to work on something new and see that only like 30% of your email subscribers, your Instagram followers, your TikTok followers, your YouTube subscribers, like whatever that metric is, like 30% see your posts. Like a good day for me is when an email gets a 50 or a 60% open. That means that most of the people who have elected and chosen to see your content don't see it. Don't see it. It's crazy to me. These are people who have given you their email address or given you a follow. They want to see your content in the feed and they're just not. We could talk about why. We could talk about algorithms. That is for a different episode. Today, I want to talk about controlling what you can control and actually working with the algorithms and with your audience rather than against it. I also want you to think as I'm talking about these strategies about how much time it takes you to do X, write a blog post, produce a video, make a new product, craft an email. It's a lot of time. And each one of those items that you have already created or that you are creating today, right now, each one of those items probably has five to 10 absolute gems of content that are not reflected or included in the main headline or the main description. These are gems that stand alone as independently valuable pieces of content that get lost because too often we create something new, we give it a headline, we share that headline, And we start working again to create something all new. Why? 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 Please listen to me here. That's not the way, y'all. Write once. Break that out into lots of different nuggets. Take each nugget and make a new format from it. Post. Post again. Post again. And then move on. Now, there is definitely a method to this madness. I am not arguing that you should be spamming your feeds and sending the same post on Instagram with the same photo and the same caption and doing it every day for five days straight. Please, please trust me. That's not the strategy. But what you can do is if you are, in fact, mining these five to 10 gems from one piece of content, and you have three pieces of content, I mean, now you've got 15 to 30 different messages that you can play around with on your schedule. And now do this with five pieces of content, 10, 15, 20. I mean, many of us have been creating for years. There is so much great content that you have forgotten about. And if you have forgotten about it, your audience has absolutely forgotten about it. So back to this ebook, In that digital download, I shared six tips, primarily for bloggers, because at the time, most of us were blogging and then creating products around that. Now, here in 2022, as I record this episode, many of our business models have switched, and a blog is just a parallel project, or it's a support to the products and the services that we're marketing. But I still want to share these six tips, because even though they were specifically geared toward bloggers, they absolutely resonate for service providers, course creators, consultants, coaches, you name it today. Number one, I want you to choose the right content to repurpose. 
Number two, I want you to edit and optimize that content. Number three, consider republishing with a new date. I need to make a little caveat or an asterisk here. That note from my ebook was obviously very specific and very technical for bloggers. But by the way, I have to give myself credit here. I was ahead of my time. I see now that this is a service that many SEO and blogging experts not only recommend, but they actually sell this as a service, which is awesome to see because I had to figure out how to do it the hard way. This is also, by the way, how I learned to do a lot of intensive coding. So all in all, I think it was worth the effort. And I'm glad to hear that this strategy still holds up all these years later. My fourth tip was to remarket on social media. My fifth tip, watch analytics. And my sixth tip was to keep going. So I'm not going to dive into each of those points in detail, but I do want to really reflect on a few of them and talk about how they are strategies that can work for you today. And again, know that I am never recommending a strategy that I am not actively putting into process either for myself or on behalf of my clients and seeing a lot of effective results because of it. So first pick your content. Not every post that you've ever created is going to be worth revisiting. Some are just, they were time sensitive. They no longer, you know, impact your audience. They address platforms or recommendations or tools that no longer exist. So I am, I do want you to be picky. Not every post is worth revisiting. And the way that I like to do this, especially when I start with a new client or when I'm using this strategy on my own content, I like to make a list of the most evergreen posts. And posts, it really, I'm just talking about content because this, this list can include blog posts, newsletters, past email messages, uh, videos that have been created and published, any past trainings or webinars, social media posts, like every single thing that is evergreen and has stood the test of time and is still relevant today, that goes on the list. So even if you were to look at topics, I'm thinking tutorials, reviews, recipes, workouts, a roundup of your favorite products, uh, recapping an event, just about anything else that doesn't feel dated or that is no longer relevant and applicable. And I like to create a list of the top 10 most read posts from all sources. And again, this is something you can do right now. Now, Google Analytics can be your best friend. So if you're looking at content that's hosted on your website, like blog posts or you know other content from your website, you can go there and look at your top 10 posts over a period of time, over all time, over the last six months, whatever is going to get this going for you. Your social media platforms also have built-in analytics that can really, really be helpful. Which posts really got the most traction? Which posts got the most shares, the most comments, the most likes, most X? Figure out what topics have resonated with your audience and know that those are prime opportunities to remarket and repost and reuse. You know, to be honest with you, most of my clients, many of them at least, are stunned to find out that their most popular posts are items that they've written years and years earlier. And again, my clients, sometimes I'll bring them this list and I'll say, okay, I looked at these five posts and three of them were written actually more than a year ago, but they are to this day, like in the last 30 days, they are still generating a similar amount of page views and engagement as your new content. And I can't tell you how many times a client is like, wait, what? Which post? I forgot I even had that. Forgot I even talked about that. (laughs) They certainly are not marketing them actively. 
And if those posts are getting you traffic without you making any effort, without you marketing them or trying, imagine what will happen if you put even a tiny bit of effort into bringing them back to your audience, raising awareness, reworking them. And instead of just showing the text in your blog post, putting it into a beautiful carousel of quotable graphics or making a reel or a TikTok or a YouTube short, even scarier. Imagine that you see this list of posts and you look them up and you realize that they have broken links, bad photos, outdated information, or maybe even market a line of services or products that you no longer offer. You don't want to give your new visitors this old impression of you. So there are a number of reasons that I want you to be in constant contact with your old content. And those are just two of them. So once you have created this list of evergreen, beautiful, resonant posts, start adding, deleting, or updating the content. Not deleting the content itself, but are there elements that you can remove? Are there items that you can add back in? How can you refresh it? Definitely look to make sure there are no typos or broken links or weird formatting. Uh, If you have included original photography, consider reshooting or re-editing any photos or graphics that aren't as good as they could be. Optimize for search engines. Again, this one is specific to a blog post, but it is an oldie, but a goodie. If you use affiliate links or are in an ad network, make sure that you are making the most out of these posts that are doing really well. And then finally, the most important is market, remarket this content, share this updated content, not only as much as, but actually more than the new content that you publish. Your brain, by the way, might be on overload right now. (laughs) There is a reason that this is such an in-demand service that I offer because many of you, many of my clients can get behind the concept, can get behind the strategy, love the idea of making the most out of this work that's already been done, but get overwhelmed at the how. And if that's you, I don't want you to worry about it right now. Or if you are going to try the strategy, remember that there is absolutely no downside or negative impact in you resharing your old content. And so this is a case where imperfect action is fine. If you are still having to create new content, if you can't wrap your mind around this, if it feels like a lot of work to go into your analytics, that's okay. Go back and find one post. Maybe it's even one that you just loved writing or that you're especially proud of. Find that post and just try marketing that again. Take it and create one reel or one email blast or one whatever that fits with your plan. But let me give you some additional help by sharing some specific use cases. So if you have written a weekly newsletter and you've done that for two years, that's more than 100 separate messages that you've written to your subscribers. But I am willing to bet that that same list has grown significantly in the same two years. And that means that somebody who joined in year two has had no exposure to all of that great evergreen original content from year one. Doesn't that feel so wasteful? Why not use that amazing archived content, bring it back to your funnel, or even change the way that you send your newsletter? Why not take some of those old messages, create a new email course or a sequence that can attract new subscribers and leads and maybe even sell into a product or service 
And again, you're not writing new. You're taking what you've already done and you're putting it back in the spotlight and you're making it easier for people to consume and engage with. Here's another use case. If you post a blog, you probably share it once or twice on social media right after you publish and then maybe send out an email blast. And again, I alluded to this earlier in the episode. When you do this, I am willing to bet that you focus on the main headline and the main takeaway. And that's fine. There's a reason that you picked that headline and that takeaway. That's your hook. But if you were to go back into that post, I am absolutely certain that you would find that many, if not most of the paragraphs throughout the post, halfway through, toward the end, those posts, those little nuggets could stand alone as brand new headlines pushing people to the same blog post. It's a different headline and a different hook directing people to the same content where that headline and that hook, you fulfill your promise. It is in the post. It's just not at the top of the post. And I do this, by the way, with my clients. I actually, I like to extend a challenge for them because even though I am a done-for-you service provider and I do most of the work and the legwork, uh, my favorite is when a client gets involved and we do a working session. I always want my clients to understand why we're doing it, how it's done, what the strategy is behind it. And then even if they step back and say, okay, I understand, I'm with you on the vision, I'm owning the outcome, you go do it, that's fine. But I always want to make sure that my clients are educated and empowered in part of the process. So so this challenge that I often do is I will host a working session. So I'll take, I'll find a blog post, I'll do the hard work uh, to get it started. I'll find something evergreen that is relevant, that is interesting, that has some, some really good hooks. And I'll liter- literally copy that blog post into a Google Doc and I'll share it with them. And then I ask the client to work along with me and we add a line break after each sentence of the piece. So basically every time there's a period, we hit a line break. And so it becomes quite a long document. And then once we've done that, we go through together. And there are, of course, lots of sentences that just don't stand on their own. They're not good headlines. They need the supportive context and text from the original paragraph. So we just delete them. And once we've done that, we see what's left. And it's almost always at least, I mean, usually more, to be honest, but it's at least a dozen individual messages or hooks, like really, really good sentences, funny sentences, declarative sentences, provocative sentences, interesting sentences. Each one of these lends itself beautifully as a reel, as a TikTok, as a new subject line on an email, as a, you know... 200 and something character tweet uh, put into a carousel of quotes and put into, uh, you know, an Instagram post or a Facebook post or a Pinterest cover pin. Do you see where I'm going? Now, as I said at the top of the episode, I do this for my clients and this is part of my fractional CMO and CRO services. My clients invest in me and then I execute this strategy on their behalf. I use their past work sometimes as many as five or 10 years of past archive work. And I use it to make them new money. And I'll admit it feels like I've either cracked some secret code or I've rigged the game. It is always a pinch me moment when I realize that I am able to generate 
significant revenue for my business by creating a lot less new and original and proprietary content from my own brain and simply by augmenting and amplifying and bringing new life to the content that my clients have already done. So I am biased because this is a business model. This is a service that I offer to clients and it is probably the most in-demand thing that I offer. But the truth is anyone, including you, can do this. I'd love for you to hire me, but you don't need to. You can do this yourself. And if you're overwhelmed at the idea of creating new content all the time, I am, my clients are. If you're feeling that overwhelm, here's a solution. Step back, focus on this old, great content and repurpose it. And if you do that, I hope you will come back and let me know how it goes. Thank you for listening to the Rising Tide Talent Show. For more, follow at Rising Tide Talents on Instagram and visit risingtidetalents.com. You'll find show notes, resources, and a lot more from today's episode. It's all at risingtidetalents.com slash podcast. I'm your host, Katie Widrick, and you can find me at kwidrick. Until next time, remember, a rising tide lifts all ships. Rising tide lifts all ships.